I will be, as, as most uh, African Americans, will be uh, totally indebted to the life, legacy, and work of Dr. Martin Luther King. Dr. Tony Evans, one of the leading voices in the American Evangelical Church today, was a college student at the height of the Civil Rights Movement. I had to deal with churches uh, that would not allow us to attend uh, as African Americans, but at the same time talked about love and the unity of the body of Christ. Tony Evans is our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. Civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr. was born on January 15, 1929. He was assassinated on April 4, 1968. The nation honors King's memory with a federal holiday every third Monday in January. Tony Evans is honoring his memory in this episode of GPS. And he's sharing his own memories of the civil rights movement and its impact on his life. GPS. God. People. Stories. Tony Evans was the first African-American to earn a doctorate at Dallas Theological Seminary. He's senior pastor of a 9,500-member church in Dallas. He's founder and president of the Urban Alternative Ministry, a host of syndicated radio and TV programs. And when he finds himself with idle time, he's a speaker and an author. One of his books is titled Oneness Embraced. And it's a whole book on God's view of race and how it should be addressed. Particularly how it should be addressed within the church. Tony believes the church still has a lot of work to do when it comes to race relations. We've not addressed this problem biblically. The Bible is clear on this, and that is that spiritually our relationship to Christ should trump our cultural distinctives. It shouldn't deny those distinctives. When Jesus met the woman of Samaria, he didn't deny that he was a Jew. When she recognized he was a Jew, he just didn't let being a Jew get in the way of him sharing with her the good news of the gospel. And neither should we. We should recognize that black is beautiful if it's biblical and white is right when it agrees with the holy written word of God. In other words, Tony says, Christians must subject their culture and their color to their faith. This is something he's been studying since college. He attended Carver Bible College in Martin Luther King Jr.'s hometown of Atlanta in the late 60s and early 70s. It affected me in terms of my theological study because I wanted to understand what was the relationship to God, to the civil rights movement. And it began the study of black theology, liberation theology in college, uh, interfacing on um, the dichotomy that I saw existing with those preaching the gospel, but who were not um, uh, executing it. Um, I had to wrestle with Bob Jones University being um, touted as uh, a bastion of evangelicalism, while at the same time prohibiting me from visiting the campus. So, uh, I mean, I, I had to deal with churches uh, that, were, that would not allow us to attend uh, as African Americans, but at the same time talked about love and the unity of the body of Christ. So that movement forced me to deal with the realities of, that I saw myself in in Atlanta. By the way, Bob Jones University changed its policy against admitting black students. In 1971, it began allowing only married black students to attend the university. In 1975, it opened admissions to all black students. We took the opportunity to ask Tony how he emerged from the struggle he saw and experienced during the civil rights movement. I saw that uh, the God of the gospel uh, for eternal life was also the God of the gospel for uh, justice and righteousness and uh, unity. 
And so it, it forced me into a deeper, not only deeper study, in fact, it helped lead me to go to seminary, which brought me to Dallas, because I wanted to go deeper in studying the Word of God, particularly as applied to this area. Someone else who was studying the Word of God as it related to racial issues at the time was Billy Graham. Tony watched and admired him as he called for racial equality. One of the big debates that was happening in the evangelical context was a criticism of Dr. Graham in terms of uh, uh, what many called an ecumenical approach to evangelism. But at the same time, the people who were criticizing him were, were segregationists. So there was this uh, uh, contradiction of theology. and uh, uh, But what I was seeing was when he had crusades, people were coming together across racial lines. Of course, that was because he refused to have segregated crusades. They were coming together across racial lines in a way that the evangelical church couldn't bring them together. So in terms of just practical Christianity, what he was doing was working, and what, what a lot of the traditional evangelicals in the South were saying was not working. And the, the church was divided. So my respect for him, not only obviously the message of the gospel foremost, but but for his stand that he would not allow the divisions of the culture to be divisions of the kingdom and divisions of the call to salvation that uh, God was calling him to, uh, to declare, uh, just heighten my respect for him. Eventually, Tony and his wife got to know Billy and Ruth Graham. My wife started working for him uh, while I was in college, and um, and then we got to know him as my ministry launched and uh, uh, got to see him up close and personal. On one occasion, sitting in his home, he said his great told me his great burden was for the racial division in this country. And uh, in one crusade, uh, he was just bemoaning the fact that people would come together for his crusades across racial and denominational and cultural lines, but then they would disperse after the crusade and not connect again. So this was a burden for his that he overcame with his event, but he saw as a continual challenge in the culture, even in the Christian culture. While Billy Graham preached racial reconciliation at his crusades, Martin Luther King Jr. marched for it peacefully in the streets. That is, until he was assassinated on April 4, 1968. Tony Evans remembers getting news of King's death. Just pain, shock, um, and fear, because I knew that that would ignite a firestorm. Billy Graham was in Australia when he got word of King's assassination from a group of journalists. He then prayed with those journalists for King's family, for the United States, and for the healing of the racial divide around the world. Billy Graham and Martin Luther King Jr. had been good friends, and both men impacted Tony Evans' life. Well, I will be, as as most uh, African Americans, will be uh, totally indebted to the life, legacy, and work of Dr. Martin Luther King, because he brought to the forefront of our nation the importance of biblical justice. He put before us the fact that the God of righteousness is also a God of fairness, and that what was happening in America that led to the civil rights movement was not only... Um, wrong culturally and societally, but spiritually and theologically. And uh, to have that movement led by the Church under his leadership, and to have that movement also have a reconciling element to it in a nonviolent context, was simply a masterful leadership at a crisis-critical time in our nation. And so um, it has served as the foundation of a lot of my social uh, activity, his work, So I will be forever indebted to the life and work of Martin Luther King, Jr. 
Maybe you don't have the same reach as a Martin Luther King Jr. or a Dr. Tony Evans, but you can influence the people in your world for Christ. If you'd like to learn more about that or about beginning a relationship with Christ, go to this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. In just a minute, Tony Evans shares a fond memory he has of some time he spent with Billy and Ruth Graham. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. The brutal assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King has stunned the world. Billy Graham, April 1968. While Dr. King was a controversial figure in America, yet to the world outside, he was a moral leader and a hero. This is not an hour for recriminations. It is an hour for prayer repentance, forgiveness, and love. Every Christian of both races listening to my voice should go out of his or her way this weekend to demonstrate love and forgiveness to those of the other race. The scripture says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you and be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Paul said that it was this truth that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures that he delivered first of all when he preached to man. It is this truth and this truth alone that has relevance to man today. There is saving power in the cross to transform any life and to change the world. And now back to the hosts of GPS, Jim Kirkland and Phil Fleischman. Franklin Graham says it's a responsibility that he takes very seriously Franklin's been asked to read a Bible passage at the inauguration of President-elect Donald Trump. He says he's been praying about what passage to read, asking God to give him wisdom and guidance about it. Would you be praying for him? And also, Franklin has asked Christians to be praying for the nation and for our new president. In addition to everything else that Dr. Tony Evans does, he's also a popular speaker at the Billy Graham Training Center at The Cove. The Cove is magnificent. It's magnificent uh, uh, in terms of its beauty. It's magnificent in terms of its purpose. Uh, to uh, train people in the Word of God, to equip them for evangelism, to equip them for spiritual development, and at the very same time, uh, to do it in an environment of peace, calm, reflection, uh, is uh, nothing short of spectacular. The Cove is in Asheville, North Carolina, not far from Billy Graham's home. Tony remembers one time when he was teaching there... He looked up into the audience, and to his surprise, there sat Billy Graham and his wife, Ruth. When I was speaking there, they decided to come down to one of my sessions, and we had some fellowship and had a meal with them afterwards, and it was a, just a great surprise and, uh, uh, and, and uh, a moment I will remember. It was a surprise. Tony says with a smile that knowing that Billy and Ruth Graham were there in the audience probably made him teach better that day. We want to thank Dr. Tony Evans for being our guest on this episode of GPS. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland, and we want to thank you for listening to this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. GPS is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Through many dangers, toils, and storms.